morning, everybody. Welcome to everybody here in church. It's lovely to see you. And for those on Zoom as well and seeing it on whatever else medium there is that you can see it on. Um, welcome, everybody, and happy Father's Day as well. Um, usual arrangements. Please keep yourself on mute um, until we say grace at the end, unless, of course, you're on a reading or something and then you're allowed to come off mute. <laughs> um, just a couple of notices to highlight. Monday the 28th of June, which is a week tomorrow, um, Stuart has a meeting about setting up Muddy, Muddy Church on Zoom, if you're interested. Next Saturday is the next Trotter's Walk, so have a word with Diane if you want to know about that, or it's on the WhatsApp thing. Um, <laughs> and what have I got written down? Oh, 4th of July. So the outdoor service that was going to happen on the 4th of July Sadly, we can't do it at the moment, but we will rearrange it. It will happen. It better have because I've bought all the stuff. Um, so I think that will be the beginning of September, but we're not sure yet. So welcome, everybody. And I'm going to hand over to Jenny now. We're actually going to have our birthdays now, Pam. So I'm going to ask Brian if you'll come up and lead us with those. Thank you. Morning. I was stood over there waiting. Um so I've got the guitar ready this time. So this is the time we'll be asked the question. Before we start, though, uh, I'd just like to uh, make specific reference to Roland's uh, birthday request last week, which was brilliant. Nice to see enthusiasm, Roland. Thank you for setting a new standard. Well done, my friend. Now, there's a bar to set. Does anybody have a birthday this week or last week that we forgot? I'm looking down here in the church. Nobody on the screen. No, you were last week, Roland. <laughs> In that case, I will, do, I will repeat what Pam said and hand back to Jenny, and uh, I'll mute myself. Thank you. Good morning, everyone. Whether you're on Zoom here in the virtual church with me in the church building or you are worshipping with us at some other point on YouTube, it's very strange at the moment, the way that we worship in different places and in different ways. And especially, I think, if you're in the church building, because as much as we want to get back into worshipping in the building, it's not the same as it was before with all the restrictions. We have to sit two metres apart with our masks on. We can't sing to happy birthdays for each other. We can't get to discuss things as easily as we might have done what's happening in the service and what God's speaking to us about this morning. And we can't sing our beloved hymns. Hopefully all that will change sooner rather than later and we'll be back to business as usual. But until then, I thought I would take a chance at trying to find a silver lining to everything that's going on for us now and think about what is the least that we can do, especially looking at those of us who are in the building. So this morning, we're going to have a service that's very much about sitting still, about being quiet and about listening to God, because those are things that we all can do wherever we are this morning. So hear the word of God, hear the words of scripture from Psalm 107. Give thanks to the Lord for he is good. His love endures forever. Let the redeemed of the Lord tell their story. Those he redeemed from the hand of the foe. Those he gathered from the lands, from east and west, 
from north and south. God gathers us from every corner, from every place, from busy lives and lonely lives, from joyous events and wearied work. We gather this morning and pause to prepare for worship today. We do not forget the week that has gone, nor all that it holds for us. Instead, let us take time to silently tell God our story as we listen to Graham Kendrick's Keep My Eyes on You. Thank you, Tim.
hears you, your thoughts and the words of your heart, all that you have shared with him of this week. The words of our psalm this morning call us to give thanks to God. And we do this as we join in its song with the words, God is good and his love endures forever. Let us give thanks in prayer. God is good and his love endures forever. God, as we think about our week just gone, we thank you for all your wonders, for those moments when you reach out to us and we meet with you in prayer, in creation, in those around us, for the times we see you in music, in art, in our newspaper, for the precious moments when we read your scripture and we hear your words speaking directly to us. We thank you that as we walk through each day, you are beside us. In moments of joy, you uplift us. In moments of pain, you stand with us. In moments of the ordinary, you transform us. And in moments of challenge, you strengthen us. As we reflect on this week and the week to come, We thank you for all the possibilities you place before us, the chance to praise you, give thanks, the opportunities to live out your word, to show your love, to share your kindness, each moment sacred and precious, filled with potential and pregnant with love. Lord, in a moment of silence, we add our own words of praise and thanksgiving. Lord, for all this and for so much more, We give thanks for your unfailing love and wonderful deeds. Amen. We hear now the words of Psalm 107 that Dave will share with us. Thank you. 
the time I work out how to take this thing on and off, uh, we won't be using them anymore. <clears throat> Psalm 107, verses 23 to 32. Some went out in the, on the sea in ships. They were merchants on the mighty waters. They saw the works of the Lord, his wonderful deeds in the deep. For he spoke and stirred up a tempest that lifted high the waves. They mounted up to the heavens and went down to the depths. In their peril, their courage melted away. They reeled and staggered like drunkards. They were at their wit's end. Then they cried out to the Lord in their trouble, and he brought them out of their distress. He stilled the storm to a whisper. The waves of the sea were hushed. They were glad when it grew calm, and he guided them to their desired haven. Let them give thanks to the Lord for his unfailing love and his wonderful deeds for mankind. Let them exult in the assembly of the people and praise him in the council of the elders. Amen. Thank you, Dave. I invite you to pray with me. Gracious and loving God, we confess that despite seeing your wonders all around us, too often we find our courage melt away. Too often we reel from one moment to the next at our wit's end, as though you were not our anchor. God, forgive us in those moments when our sense leaves us adrift from you, when we forget who it is who stirs the waters and who is in command. God, be with us in our forgetfulness and distress when the waves claim our senses and our eyes are not on you. Remind us of your love, which endures forever. Remind us that you will always listen to our call when we are in trouble and you will bring us out of our distress. May we remember that it is often the quiet voice which stills the storms. Your voice that we need to listen to and for. May your spirit nudge us to stop and hush our actions, our voices, our thoughts, and instead listen and be to be still and know you. Guide us by your word to our desired haven in you and the peace you promise us, that we may serve you and bring you glory. Amen. So our lectionary readings this week give us four different passages. Our psalm this week, which tells us, then you called out to God in your desperate condition. He got you out in the nick of time. 2 Corinthians chapter 6, which says this, I heard your call in the nick of time. The day you needed me, I was there to help. Well, now is the right time to listen, the day to be helped. And Job chapter 38, which has these words. And now finally God answered Job from the eye of a violent storm. 
All of our readings have this one common thread that when we call on God, he answers. My experience is that God is always with us, that sometimes the darkness, sometimes events in our lives can put barriers up so that we cannot see him. It's kind of like the saying that goes, friends, good friends are like stars. You know they are there even when you cannot see them. Sometimes we might not see God. We might not even feel his presence. But time and experience tell us he is there always. Whatever the days have brought, I have known that God was with me. I may have shouted, argued with God, I may have questioned him, I may have been angry or confused, but I always, always spoke to him, called out to him with or without words, knowing he was there and listening, that his love endures. However, I cannot be sure I can say the same about listening, that I always listen. Our readings tell us that when we call out to God, he answers. In the eye of a storm, he answers. In the quiet voice, he answers. In the nick of time, he speaks to us. And I will go further than this week's verse from Corinthians, which says, today is the day to listen. I would say every day is the day to listen. Listening to God is far harder than calling out to him. But his word, his word is what saves us, gives us life in all senses. Now, if you've been listening carefully this morning, you'll realise that I have only mentioned three of the four lectionary readings for this week. That is because I'm inviting you this week to listen not to God through my words, but to God through our final reading from Mark's Gospel, using the practice of Lectio Divina, or Divine Reading. Lectio is an ancient Christian practice from the Desert Fathers and the monasteries of the 3rd and 6th centuries, when Christians would take a word of scripture and ruminate on it during their day. A gentle chewing of the word is described as, as a cow chews the cud. The practice the church uses today is based very much on the practice of the 12th century Carthusian monk, Giel II. He shaped Lectio into four parts, reading, meditation, prayer and contemplation. Lectio has been described in many different ways as a letter written to us by God to manifest his secrets, a mirror which reveals to us our inner face, a wheat field that nourishes the spirit and a priceless treasure. Though very much associated with the Catholic tradition, Lectio rests on our Reformed tradition's belief that scripture is a living thing animated by God's spirit. It isn't written once and left to fossilise in its historical form, but rather its inspired words continue to reveal the wisdom of God's desires for us and the world at each moment in time. The Bible Society says this of Lectio Divina. It invites you to savour and mull over God's words quietly, slowly and intently, 
It gives you the space to respond to what you feel God is saying and helps you build a vital bridge between your encounters with God and everyday life with its joys, humdrum and challenges. So a little bit about the process. If this is the first time you have read scripture in this way, it might feel a little bit uncomfortable. There are moments of silence as we listen to God. For some, silence can be difficult. Lectio isn't about acquiring head knowledge, but rather heart knowledge. God is in our hearts, and this is about opening ourselves to encounter him there. That can feel new too. The primary action of this way of reading scripture is therefore to be open to God and to listen to him. This is an invitation with an understanding that each of us meets Lectio differently. Before I begin, I'll tell you a little about what we will do. First, we'll get comfortable and I'm going to ask Rona if she'll read the passage for us twice. This is the time to listen for a word or a phrase God is calling you to. A word that stands out or beckons. We'll have a moment of silence and then I will read the passage one more time. During the silence that follows this reading, I'll ask you to repeat your word or phrase to yourself, to savour it, to think about what the word connects to for you. I'm going to read the passage again and during the silence that follows that, I'll ask you to pay attention to the word that stood out for you the memories, feelings, images that connected with it. And also this time, how God might be calling you to respond. Following this, we're going to have a time of contemplation, simply resting in God's presence. At the end of which, I'll ask Dave to lead us in the Lord, sorry, Derek to lead us in the Lord's Prayer. This is a time to be present with God. I'm not expecting us to share what we experienced during this service but if anyone would like to follow it up afterwards, please, please do. So let us prepare. You might want to close your eyes as we do with prayer. This is, after all, a prayerful reading of scripture. Also, you might want to shift your body so that you are comfortable and you won't be distracted. In this initial encounter with this passage, listen for a word or a phrase that shimmers. This is a word or phrase that beckons you addresses you, unnerves you, disturbs you, stirs you, or seems especially right with meaning. So I'm going to ask Rona, please, would you read from Mark for us now and read the passage through twice? Thank you. Yes, I'm reading from Mark 4, verses 35 to 41. Jesus calms a storm. That day, when evening came, he said to his disciples, Let us go over to the other side. Leaving the crown behind, they took him along, just as he was, in the boat. There were also other boats with him. A furious squall came up, and the waves broke over the boat, so that it was nearly swamped. Jesus was in the stern, sleeping on a cushion. And the disciples woke him and said to him, Teacher, don't you care if we drown? He got up, 
rebuked the wind and said to the waves, Quiet, be still. Then the wind died down and it was completely calm. He said to his disciples, Why are you so afraid? Do you still have no faith? They were terrified and they asked each other, Who is this? Even the wind and the waves obey him. That day when evening came, he said to his disciples, Let us go over to the other side. Leaving the crowd behind, they took him along, just as he was in the boat. There were also other boats with him. A furious squall came up and the waves broke over the boat so that it was nearly swamped. Jesus was in the stern, sleeping on a cushion. The disciples woke him and said to him, Teacher, don't you care if we drown? He got up, rebuked the wind, said to the waves, Quiet, be still. Then the wind died down and it was completely calm. He said to his disciples, Why are you so afraid? Do you still have no faith? They were terrified and asked each other, Who is this? Even the wind and the waves obey him. Identify the word or phrase that stands out for you and repeat that word or phrase yourself in the silence. I'm going to read the passage again. In the silence that follows, gently repeat the word or phrase to yourself, allowing it to unfold in your imagination. Savour the images that rise up. Notice the memories and feelings that stir in your response. 
make space within your heart to welcome these in. That day when evening came, he said to his disciples, let us go over to the other side. Leaving the crowd behind, they took him along, just as he was, in the boat. There were also other boats with him. A furious squall came up, and the waves broke over the boat, so that it was nearly swamped. Jesus was in the stern, sleeping on a cushion. The disciples woke him and said, Teacher, don't you care if we drown? He got up, rebuked the wind and said to the waves, Quiet, be still. Then the wind died down and it was completely calm. He said to his disciples, Why are you so afraid? Do you still have no faith? They were terrified and asked each other, Who is this? Even the wind and the waves obey him. I'm going to read the passage one more time. In the silence that follows, pay attention to the way the word, image, feeling or memory connects with your life right now in this moment. What kind of awareness or action might God be inviting to you, you two, in light of this? Is God calling you to do something? Notice how your heart wants to respond to the ways God has been speaking to you in this time. That day when evening came, he said to his disciples, let us go over to the other side. Leaving the crowd behind, they took him along, just as he was in the boat. There were also other boats with him. A furious squall came up, and the waves broke over the boat, so that it was nearly swamped. Jesus was in the stern, sleeping on a cushion. The disciples woke him and said to him, Teacher, don't you care if we drown? He got up, rebuked the wind and waves, wind and said to the waves, 
quiet, be still. Then the wind died down and it was completely calm. He said to his disciples, why are you so afraid? Do you still have no faith? They were terrified and asked each other, who is this? Even the wind and the waves obey him. Release now all the words and images that have been moving in you and take a moment to simply rest in the presence of God.
Allow your heart to be filled with gratitude for whatever has been revealed in this time. And when you are ready, open your eyes. Derek, can I ask, would you lead us now in the Lord's Prayer? Thank you. The Lord's Prayer. Our Father in heaven, hallowed be your name. Your kingdom come, your will be done on earth as in heaven. Give us today our daily bread. Forgive us our sins as we forgive those who sin against us. Lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. For the kingdom, the power and the glory are yours, now and forever. Amen. As we worship our thoughts and prayers centre on God, his words speak to each of us and the spirit works inside of us, calling us to new paths and new ways. Let us remain centred on God throughout this week, whatever we may face. Let our paths be guided by his light and may his ways be our ways. Together we sing or listen to the song, Jesus, Be the Centre. Be my man, be my 
Let's just pray together, remembering that God is here, there is with us, and there is listening. Father, we just ask that you lead our prayers. Father God, you are all-powerful. You are all knowing. You are all loving. And Father, it never ceases to amaze me what I have done, what we have done to deserve your love, to be called your children, to be part of your family. Thank you. Thank you, Lord, for everything. 
Thank you, Lord, for the air that you give us. Thank you, Lord, for the ability to have we, we have to live our lives. Thank you, Lord, for your faithfulness. Thank you, Lord, for your love. This is the time of our service, Lord, where we bring our prayers of intercession before you. Father, we live in a world that needs your touch. Every one of us needs your touch. Every country on this planet needs you to be there. And yet, Lord, so many people have never even heard of you. Father, we just pray that you will give us a means to spread your gospel. You will give us the confidence to speak it loud. You will enable us, Lord, to shout it from the rooftops and to tell everybody of your love for us. Father, there are a few things that we just want to focus on today. I believe today is World Refugee Day. Uh, Father, we just remember all those people who find it hard to live in the countries that they were born in find it hard to be where they are or in the towns or in the communities where they are. Find their identities difficult to to get hold of, are unsure where they are in life. People who live on the streets, people who live in cardboard boxes. Funny though that sounds, it isn't. Father, all these people we bring before you, We just pray, Lord, that your love will be shown to each one. That people will find their place on this earth. That they will have a role in life. And that they will bring glory to you. We live before you the country of Brazil. Father, this morning they reached a half a million people passing away because of the COVID virus. Father, we pray for the government who aren't taking any notice of social distancing, who don't advocate it, who don't encourage it. We pray, Lord, that there will be wisdom in that country and that people there, Lord, may get the vaccine and may be saved. We pray, Lord, that the vaccine is made in abundance so that it may be shared freely with all those countries who haven't got it, with all those countries who have no access. We just pray, Lord, that we won't be, we won't be selfish, that we can share with everybody and that this whole world may be saved. Father, we pray for the situation in the Middle East. A new ruler in Iran may add to the instability in that area. We just pray, Lord, that your peace will come. Father, near our home, we pray for our country. We pray for the leadership. We pray for the government. We pray for wisdom. We pray that the bickering stops and the reality gets on with how to govern and that people, Lord, may govern wisely. We pray for our community. We pray for our family. And especially, Lord, we pray for those who mourn. 
Father, we just lift them all before you today. Father, there are others who need your, our prayers, who are known to us, listed in our prayer book, but are in our hearts, and we just lift them before you now. Father, today is Father's Day. On Father's Day, while it's a time to celebrate fathers, for some it's a time to remember fathers who aren't here anymore. And we'll just pray, Lord, that you're with those families too. Finally, Lord, I pray for our community, for our church community, that we may stand firm and tall within our community, speaking of your love. Father, you have put us here for a reason. Birchwood is where we live. Warrington is where we live. We are here for you. Use us wisely that we may bring glory to you. In Jesus' name, hear our prayers. Amen. May God's blessing be upon you. Wherever the tide takes you, may God, may you know God's peace. We listen now to our final song. May the road rise up to meet you.
Thank you, Jenny. Thank you, everybody who's taken part of the, in the service this morning. Uh, just a reminder that there is a prayer room uh, after the service on Zoom. So that's um, Ron and Fiona are in the prayer room this morning. So if you do want to pray with anybody after the service, please join the appropriate click box thing. <laughs> um, that's all now for me. So it's time for us to say the grace this morning. So if you'd like to take yourselves off mute and go on to gallery view, then we can all say the grace together. May the grace, grace of our Lord Jesus Christ and the love of our Lord, fellowship of the Holy Spirit be with us all. Amen. 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 Amen